and some of, some of us will be watching online, but wherever you are, do join this conference. It's going to change your life permanently. Praise be to God. Somebody say hallelujah. Can we get into the word? And by the way, we welcome Mr. Foreign Kwinika. He was playing our keyboards there. Welcome. Welcome home. <laughs> Oh my God, God is doing a new thing in our church. I'm just happy over what God is doing. There are things that have been bothering my heart for a long time. And they kept me in the place of prayer for such a long time. And seeing men like this on these keyboards, it is an answered prayer. Somebody say praise the Lord. Back in the day when we used to play keyboards, before he was young by then, he used to like what we used to do. And today he's a mighty keyboard player from Cape Town and Johannesburg, and he's here. Somebody say, praise the Lord. By so saying, I'm trying to bind him to make sure that he does not go away. <laughs> Somebody say, praise the Lord. Let us get into the word. I know in CLM we love the word. We, we are talking about divine assistance, part number three. Divine assistance, the, the third part. And as a subtopic, I want to talk about the mystery of the blessing. The mystery of the blessing. In other words, the blessing is a catalyst for divine assistance. I told you that when we talk of divine assistance, we talk of God helping you. Now, when the blessing is operating upon your life, it becomes the catalyst for divine assistance. In other words, you cannot be blessed and not be assisted by God. Once the blessing is operating upon your life, by default, you are being assisted by divinity. Somebody say, praise the Lord. I'm already preaching. You see, the blessing can change the trajectory of your life, of your career, and of your, and of your business. The blessing is a supernatural force released by heaven to assist humans. The blessing is a divine element that advances and progresses God's children. Somebody say praise the Lord. The blessing is a declaration which is backed up by God, but it is made by men in authority upon another man, upon a nation, upon an organization to advance the subject. Hebrews 7, 7 says something very dangerous. It says that without a doubt, the lesser is blessed by the greater. Look at this. Without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. Can you give it to me in the NLT? Give it to me in the NLT. Let's clap hands for them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ah, perfect. Can we read it together? Without question, the person who has the power to bless is always greater than the person who is blessed. Am I talking to somebody? So it is a declaration made by a human being, but being backed up by God. Somebody say praise the Lord. Upon your life, it can advance your life. Upon a nation, it can be done upon a nation and advance an entire nation. 
It can be done upon an organization, your business or whatsoever your pursuit and your ambitions are. It can be made upon that business and things begin to move. You are going to understand me as I continue to progress. Somebody say praise the Lord. The blessing is when the hand of God interferes positively with the pursuits of men. Many Christians don't know what is the blessing and how it works. And the enemy is using their ignorance to keep them in one place in life. Hosea 4 number 6 says something very interesting. It says that my people perish, they die because of lack of knowledge. The word of God never said lack of money, lack of business deals, lack of exposure, lack of knowledge. You cannot advance in an area you do not know about. You cannot rise in something you do not know about. Somebody say praise the Lord. When we say that you are a great lawyer, we are saying that you are well versed with the, you know, the, the, the law of South Africa. That is, that is what makes you a great lawyer. You can't just be a great lawyer if you don't know law. In the same thing, in Christianity, if you do not understand the scriptures, you cannot be a great Christian. Oh, I hope I'm talking to people right here. Somebody say praise the Lord. Now, as you hear this teaching, ladies and gentlemen, you are going to feel something fall off you. As you get to know this truth, you are going to be set free from certain things that have been holding you. That's why the Bible says in John 8 verse 32 that you shall know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. In other words, until you know it, it can deliver you. It begins to deliver you the second you get to know it. Ah! I feel like I'm teaching. Somebody say praise the Lord. Let us get into it. Our first scripture, Luke 12, 15. I was greeting you in all those things I was saying. Now we are getting deep into it. Luke 12, 15. The Bible says, And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. Covetousness is when you want something in a wrongful way. You want to make it in business in such a way that you begin to use corruption and lying and backstabbing. To, to advance. That is what co co covetousness is. It is to be greedy. The Bible says that, it says, beware of this thing. Why is he saying this? These are the words of Jesus. He says, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. For a man's life, your life does not consist out of the materials you own. Am I talking to somebody? The, the worth of a man, the significance of a man is not in what the man drives, but it's in what drives the man. Because sometimes our, our sisters, they check what you drive and be interested. But a real sister, I'm talking about a real Holy Ghost filled sister, tongue speaking, foot stomping, devil kicking, witch butchering sister. She knows that I got to follow what drives the guy. Am I talking to somebody? Because what is, what is the latest Range Rover today? In 10 years, it is the outdated Range Rover. Ah, let, let me leave it there. Somebody say praise the Lord. Now, Proverbs 10, 22. Now, the word of God is, is, is you know, it, I like this. That one is showing you that the life of a man is that it does not consist out of the things he has. Now, Proverbs 10, 22 in the NLT is showing us what matters in the man. It says that now, the blessing of the Lord. Ah, yeah, yeah. What, what does it do? It makes a person rich. So wealth is not in the materials. It's what? 
It's in the blessing. So if the blessing is upon you, you, you can be broke for now, but you are not poor. Oh, you are not feeling me. You, 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 you are partially broke. In fact, let me put it in good English. You don't have money with you right now. Just for right now, just for right now. It's, it's a momentary and temporary thing. Somebody say praise the Lord. Says the blessing of the Lord makes a person rich. So it is the blessing that makes rich. Not what a man hears. Not what the man drives, but what drives the man. Am I talking to Zambad? And the Bible says he adds no sorrow with it. In other words, if God is the one that is advancing you, he does not add sorrow. Do you know what is sorrow? Sorrow, I, I've seen one, one, one man who's a millionaire. Oh, my son is here. This guy loves, loves to preach a lot. He preaches for us at home all the time. Now, I, I, I saw one man who's a millionaire. This man, he had a small tokolosh. He drives Range Rovers and all these things. But he has a small tokolosh. And sometimes that tokolosh is an invisible tokolosh to us. But him and the tokolosh, they see each other. Sometimes that thing begins to talk to him. He'll be in public and all these things. The tokolosh will begin to say that, hey, Pela, I'm hungry. You didn't give me breakfast today. You'll see a millionaire busy. You are seeing a man kicking the air. The man is busy with his tokolosh. That is to teach you that the, the, the wealth of the world if you are going to look at it from a physical perspective, already you are deceived. Because you do not know the things that is making those people wealthy or famous or whatsoever. Somebody say praise the Lord. So here the word of God is making it simple. The blessing of the Lord makes a person rich. Doesn't matter who you are. Once you encounter the blessing, you will enjoy wealth. Luke chapter number 10 and verse number 42. I like this. These are the words of Jesus. Luke 10, 42 in the KJV. The word of God says... But one thing is needful. How many things? It's talking about the blessing. One thing. You see, in life, my friend, you, you just need one thing. You, you, in fact, you don't need the things you think you need. Sometimes as people, we think, we think. Can I say that again? We think, we think. We do not necessarily think. We just think that we think. Somebody say praise the Lord. And most of the times that is what is happening with us as Christians. The Bible says that but one thing is needful. And Mary has chosen that good part. Which shall not be taken away from her. Oh my God. But one thing is needful. Mary has chosen that one thing. And that one thing, it cannot be taken away. So the blessing child of God cannot be taken away from your life. These cars that we have, these houses that we have, we can lose them at any time. But if you understand the blessing which brings the cars and the houses, it cannot be taken away. That is why in the, in the book of Job, Job lost everything, the material possessions. But he recovered them back again. Why? The blessing was upon him. The blessing brought them back. And that is to say that if you have lost anything in this life, child of God, the blessing will bring it back. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say praise the Lord. And Luke, oh, we, we have read Luke chapter number 10. Now, I want to share a short story with you. How many of you know a man called Aliko Dangote? You do. Oh, wow. This is what I see another one. You know Aliko Dangote? <laughs> this is... One of the wealthiest men in the world. Particularly in our black race. 
I want to give you a story of what made him wealthy. It's going, it's, it's going to shock you. Somebody say praise the Lord. According to the 2019 Forbes of, uh, I mean, the ranking of wealth billionaires, the Nigerian business magnate Aliko Dangote had a net worth of 10.9 billion US dollars. I need to make it clear that it's not in rents. <laughs> so you, you have to multiply it by around 18. Just take this and say by 18. It's going to be about 180 billion South African rands. He was the world's richest black person. We all know that he's the world's richest black person. We all know that, right? But you see, this man, one day, the late Archbishop Benson Idaosa, he had a conference. And when he had this conference, T.L. Osborne and Daisy Osborne, they were the guest speakers, and these guys are from the U.S. So they took too long in that conference. Back in the day, we're talking about long, long ago. So when they took so long, they were supposed to catch a flight from Benin in Nigeria. There's a place called Benin, not Benin the country, but a place called Benin in Nigeria. This flight was going to take them from Benin to Lagos, whereby they were going to connect with a flight that goes to the U.S. So now, Unfortunately, they took too long and uh, there was no way that they could get tickets or whatever, a flight at that particular time. And then now, this man of God, Benson Idaosa, he took them to the airport anyway. And when they arrived there, they said, it's not possible. The next flight that can take these people to Lagos is tomorrow. The old man begged that, please, I need these guys to go to the States. And in the airport, they said that the only way we can do that, there must be a negotiation with people that are already passengers of one plane that is full. There's one place, but one plane that is full. If you can negotiate with two passengers and you agree, then it will be all right. Then they can fly. The old man went to uh, the, the passengers. They, they had already boarded. You can go and Google this. The passenger said already boarded. The old man entered in the plane. He said, you all know me. I'm Benson Idahosa. You see me on TV. I have two guests that need to go to Lagos now. Uh, Christians, even though they know him, uh, they, they turn around, they turn away. <laughs> they, that, you know, pastors and their demands. Pastors, oh, bishops. And the old man said, I, I just need two people, please. He started asking them, can you go? Uh, <laughs> Zalani said, no ways. The man of God was begging and, and, and the captain of the pilot said, hey, about time, time. You're hitting us with time. And he came to this man, Aliko Dangote, who was part of the, of, of, of the passengers, together with his assistant. He said, man, come on. Can you please give me two seats? He said, no problem. I and my, and my assistant, we will sacrifice our seats. The old man began to bless that man, Aliko Dangote. He said, my God will bless you. I quote his words. God will take you and your business beyond Africa. And he will bless you beyond measure. There was a lot in the place. They were saying, hey, man. <laughs> Receive. They were, they were agreeing. Not knowing that this man is receiving a blessing upon his life. That is going to turn the trajectory of his life. Am I talking to somebody? So we, we see the results of the man. But I want to bring you to what made the man what he is today. Child of God, you don't need what you think you need. You need the blessing. For that business to move, you need the blessing. For you to rise in your career, you need the blessing. 
for you to rise in every area of your life. All you need is the blessing. Somebody say, I received the blessing this morning. Say, the blessing is coming upon me in the name of Jesus. And that is why this man is so great. His business cannot be challenged. It cannot be shaken. The blessing. Somebody say the blessing. Exodus chapter number 23, verse number 25. In the KJV, it says, And ye shall serve the Lord your God. You serve. What do you do? You serve God. This is a bonus scripture. I'm just giving it to you free of charge. And the Bible says that he shall bless thy bread. And thy what, what do you do? You serve. When you serve, he bless. So meaning this thing must be triggered, right? The blessing, it, it doesn't just fly upon you like a, a butterfly. You must trigger it. You serve and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. Listen to this. I like this part. The Bible says that I will take sickness away. In other words, where the blessing is at work, even your health is secured. When I saw this, it, you know what? It gave me peace. I don't, I don't care what the doctor said. But when the blessing comes upon you, it eradicates, it totally obliterates what the doctor said. Somebody say praise the Lord. I want us to look at a very powerful story in the Bible in Genesis chapter number 27, 25 to 29 in the KJV. Genesis 27, 25 to 29. We are seeing the words of Isaac. And Isaac is speaking. He said, bring it near to me and I will eat of my son's venison. This is whereby... You know the story, right, of how Isaac got to bless Jacob. You know the story. Or should I give you a, a, a quick background? So, okay, here is Isaac. He's old. He's ready to die. And he wants to release a blessing on one of his sons, particularly Esau. And when he wanted to release the blessing upon Esau, the mother heard him talk to Esau. He said to Esau that go to the field, go get me game meat. In other words, jungle meat. And I'm going to bless you. The mother conspired with Jacob that, hey, your father is ready to release the blessing. And, you know, mothers, they know these things. Sometimes we as fathers, we miss it, but mothers, they know. And the mother knew that the blessing must not come upon Esau. It must come upon Jacob. So she said, look, let us kill a goat in the backyard. And when we kill that goat, make sure that you take it to the father so that he can release the blessing upon you. All right? Are you getting, are you getting what I'm saying? So now here is that story. So they killed the goat. Everything is ready. And now they are saying to him that, Papa, everything is ready. And he's pretending to be Esau and all of that. And here's the old man saying, he said, bring it near to me. In other words, they must bring. And he says, I will eat of my son's venison that my soul may bless thee. Look at this. He says that my soul, you know, when I saw this, it changed my, my, my thinking. In other words, a man does not bless you from just random words. This thing must come from the soul. Am I talking to somebody? It must come deep. From the soul. Because he says, the, the word of God says, my soul will bless thee. And the Bible says that he brought it near to him and he did eat. And he brought him wine and he drank. And his father Isaac said unto him, come near now and kiss me my son. Verse 27. And he came near and kissed him and he smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him. And he said, and let, let us see now the blessing, what he said. He said, see. The smell of my son is as the smell of a field which the Lord hath blessed. In other words, when the blessing begins to function, it changes your smell. When, when you enter an environment, in the realm of the spirit, when you enter an environment, you grab people's attention in a, in a crazy way. Am I talking to somebody? 
you, you just have this aroma, you just have this fragrance, you just have this vibe which people cannot explain. People just want to give you favors. Am I talking to somebody? Amen. It is when the blessing is at work. Verse 28, the Bible says, Therefore, God give thee, listen to this, the dew of heaven. When the blessing is at work, the dew of heaven comes upon you. You are no longer dependent on the, you know, Jobek water. You are dependent on the dew of heaven. And the Bible says that, and the fatness of the earth. The, the earth begins to produce its fat for you. In other words, Johannesburg begins to produce the best it has to deliver for you. Somebody say, praise the Lord. And the Bible says that, and plenty of corn and wine. In other words, what you plant brings results. You don't just work, you know, you labor like an elephant and reap like an ant. What you do produces results. And verse 29, the Bible says, let people serve thee. Now, in other words, now we are talking of, now you become an employer now. These are workers. Let people serve thee. Have workers. And nations bow down to thee, my God. So, the blessing makes nations to bow down to you. The Bible says, be Lord over thy brethren. In other words, you are a master over your brothers and sisters. So in other words, if you have siblings, even though you are, you are, you are the youngest of them all, but your words are different. They cannot have a meeting without you. That is when the blessing is at work. Somebody say, praise the Lord. And let thy mother's sons bow down to thee. Your, your, your mother's sons, they bound down to thee by virtue of the blessing. Now listen to the last part. Cursed be everyone that curseth thee. When the blessing is upon you, anybody that says whatever they want to say about you, you, you don't need to hear it. The blessing reverses it. They, when they say, let her go down, they go down. When, when they say, may doors close for her, their doors are closed. Am I talking to somebody? And listen to the last part. And blessed be he that blesseth thee. In other words, when you are blessed, anybody that blesses you, he taps into the blessing. When they say, I wish good things happen for you, good things happen for them. That is the power of the blessing. Somebody say, praise the Lord. So this is the story. We are seeing uh, Isaac bless Jacob. We are seeing the blessing being released. In Genesis chapter number 30 and verse number 43, I want us to go and check the result of that blessing. Because I wanted to understand that, you know, when the blessing is released, it produces results. If it's not going to produce results, that is not a blessing. Somebody say, praise the Lord. Genesis chapter number 30, verse number 43. Are we there? The Bible says, what happened? And the man? And the man did what? How did he increase? Oh, my God. So, when the blessing is at work, you increase exceedingly. Meaning beyond what is normal. Am I talking to somebody? You increase beyond what is normal. Let, let us say that you are starting a business. Normally when you start a business, there has to be market positioning. You have to identify the kind of clients or customers for your kind of business. You have to market. You have to find ways of reaching them. It be on social media. It be on radio, newspaper, television, and all of that. There has to be some advertising. But your business progresses without being advertised. Am I talking to somebody? I have never seen an advert of uh, Dragon City there in Jobe. I've never seen anywhere whereby China City is being adver adver advertised. But how many people uh, go there? <laughs> it shows that some, there is something that is happening there. I've never in my life, I've never watched SABC where I see 
Uh, let us go. This is commercial. Join us in China City. Come and buy. I've never seen that. Go to China City on, a, on any day of the week. You won't get parking. Go to Dragon City West. <laughs> Am I talking to somebody? That is exactly what the blessing does. You see, it will do things for you that you cannot explain, but they cannot be denied. Am I talking to somebody? You'll just get a job just like this. Have you ever been blessed that you don't, you're not even sure that this thing is true? I just went for one interview and I signed the contract. <laughs> one of my friends came here the other week, I think two weeks ago. He was just going to Santen for an interview. When he went there, they interviewed him. After they gave him the contract, they gave him the work laptop, they gave him the cell phone of the work. And he comes to me like, I, I don't understand what has happened. I'm like, what? Say, this is my work phone and this is my work laptop. <laughs> Am I talking to somebody? It is when the blessing is at work. Never, ever, ever confuse the blessing for your wisdom. Am I talking to somebody? It, it, it is not your human wisdom. Let, let me say this. If we are going to want to do things by our human wisdom, we, we are limiting ourselves. Am I talking to somebody? God knows who to win in the business which you want to enter. He knows that I have to win this one and win that one. And he will win them for you when the blessing is at work upon your life. Somebody say praise the Lord. Now the Bible says that the man increased exceedingly. May you increase exceedingly in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that he had much cattle. He had maid servants and men servants. These are employees. He had camels and he had asses. Asses are donkeys. Somebody say praise the Lord. All these things happened as the byproduct of the blessing. Am I talking to somebody? So that is to say to you that in life, nothing just happens. Nothing just happens. One of the mistakes we do as people, I, I remember when, when I got the job that I have now, I felt like everybody can just come and get a job in Jobek. It's so easy. And I, 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 took, I, I, I took, you know, job posts and I'm beginning to send people home. That guys, just apply. This thing is simple. <laughs> hey man, people were applying. They were doing all these things and nothing was working out. And I'm asking myself, but why? And God said, you got this thing by the blessing. I'm going to somebody. That is why, even, I'm not alone. I know even you, you tried, to, you know, hooking up your friends into the company you work for. And somewhere, somewhere, there are things that don't add up. And you ask yourself, but how? It's because you entered there by the blessing. Somebody say, praise the Lord. The key people who can release a blessing upon you. Number one, your spiritual parents. Spiritual parents. Your spiritual parents. I want to say this. You receive from your pastor or from, or from your spiritual parents how you see them. The Bible says that he that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet. You get that? He receives the reward of the prophet. But he that receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man, he receives the reward of a righteous man, which is nothing, which is no reward. Somebody say praise the Lord. So your spiritual parents can release a blessing upon you. And one of the things that I'm careful about, I make sure that I never curse people, particularly in the church. Outside the church, I don't play. There, I, I release some heavy things. No matter how angry I am, I, I speak the blessing that I bless them. Yes, we are not always happy 24 hours as pastors, but I will speak, bless them, O oh Lord. Bless them. Because my words are dangerous. Somebody say, praise the Lord. And again, your biological parents. So there is a, 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 a blessing from the spiritual parents and your biological parents. Somebody say, praise the Lord. We can fight with our parents. I mean, we are kids. I mean, we have parents. If you do have parents, sometimes you fight with these people. But always make it a point that their fault is on their side. Whatever they say, that curse won't work if they are wrong. 
But if you are wrong, now whatever they say, it becomes dangerous. Am I talking to somebody? I'm giving that to you free of charge. Somebody say, praise the Lord. Now, as I'm about to close, obedience to God's word is a major key that can release the blessing upon your life. Now I'm showing you the how part. I'm showing you how to receive the blessing, how to walk into the blessing. Obedience to God's word is a major key. It's the number one key that can release the blessing upon your life. Somebody say obedience. Say I'll obey God. And I want to say this, obedience has a time frame. In other words, when God says work for me and you are 25, and you wait until you are 92, then you say that God, I answer you. Can you see that you are not going to be as effective as you are going to be at 25? Number one, if you preach hard at 92, after you need panado, after the service you need panado because your body is painful. <laughs> Am I talking to somebody? Sometimes you even need a chair on stage to sit so you can continue to preach. So obedience is what? Is, it has a time frame. When God asks you something, it, that thing has a time frame. There is a place where even if you don't do it, God does no longer care. Somebody say praise the Lord. Obedience cannot be partial. Somebody say it cannot be partial. Why? Half obedience is full disobedience. Am I talking to somebody? Half obedience is full disobedience. God cannot bless you when you go against his word. The simple and most cheapest way to walk in the blessing which triggers divine assistance is to walk in obedience. That is the cheapest way. Somebody say praise the Lord. One of the things that made Job the richest man in the east, it was obedience. According to Job chapter number one, verse number one and three, what made him great was obedience. Somebody say praise the Lord. Let us admit to this. Isaiah chapter number one, verse 19 to 20. Isaiah 1, 19 to 20 in the CEB. Common English Bible. Are we there? Let us read together. If you agree. So, in other words, before there is obedience, there must be agreement. You cannot obey something you do not agree with. The Bible says that in Amos 3.3, can two walk together unless they be in agreement? So, the Bible says, if you agree, number one, we need you to agree, then obey. So, agreement precedes obedience. The Bible says, then you will eat the best food of the land. This is the blessing. This is divine assistance. Somebody say praise the Lord. Somebody say hallelujah. So all these things, they come by virtue of obedience. Somebody say hallelujah. Let us look at the B part. The Bible says, but if you refuse, so it is your choice, and rebel, what is going to happen? You will be devoured by the sword. The last part, the Lord has said this. Who said it? I, I want to challenge you guys. Never, ever, ever debate with God's word. I never, never, ever, ever, ever debate with God's word. One person phoned, phoned me, I think it was uh, not so long. He says that, Apostle, when you used to preach, I used to debate a lot with, with, you know what, with the truth of the word. I knew that this is the word, but you know what, because of perhaps... I, you know, life and uh, our qualifications and our profession, I just used to debate with the word until I decided that, no, I want to start applying the word. I want to start applying the word. And I'm listening. It says, Apostle, the word works. <laughs> Apostle, the word, th this thing works. 
And I'm listening, the person began to testify the things that they began to achieve with the word. So all along, they were stuck in life, not because the word is not working. <laughs> because they don't agree and they don't obey. So your life changes on the spot whereby you begin to agree and obey the word. Somebody say, praise the Lord. I know that it sounds so simple, agree and obey, but it's not. Yeah. Obeying the word is not. There are many people even in this church which God is speaking with you right now. And many of you, the things that he's saying to you, you know them. He's been speaking to you for a very long time, but you still struggle to obey. That is because obedience challenges you. Because most of the time, obedience goes against, how can I say, normality. It, go, it goes against your comfort zone. Somebody say, praise the Lord. Let us read the last scripture, Deuteronomy 28, verse 1 to 14 in the KJV. This is the last thing. This exposes the power of obedience. It shows us how the, you know, obedience and the blessing are intertwined. It shows us how these two things work together. Are you ready to read with me? The Bible says, and it shall come to pass... If thou shalt hearken diligently. Underline that statement. So you must do what? Hearken diligently. In other words, you must listen carefully. Unto the voice of the Lord thy God. To observe and to do. So you listen carefully. After you have listened, you observe and you do. The Bible says all his commandments which I command thee this day. That the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. So we are seeing that when you observe to do, when you obey the word, God he sets you high. How many of you are saying that I want to go high in life? How many of you are saying that I just want to go high? The, the cheapest way to go high it is when you obey what God says to do. Somebody say praise the Lord. And the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. So above everybody. If we are South Africans, if all of us as a nation can obey God, this nation will overtake other nations. Amen. And verse number two, it says that now all these blessings shall come on thee. By reason of obedience, all the blessings, all kind of obedience, I mean uh, blessings in business, in career, in relationships. The Bible says that will come on thee, number one, will overtake thee. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Verse number 3. Blessed shall thou be in the city. And blessed shall thou be in the field. When you obey God. Each time you enter the city. Blessed. Each time you leave the city. Blessed. Verse number 4. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. I need to explain this one. I know most of us when we think of the fruit of the body. We think of children. But the word of God is not only addressing children. You see the word of God is broad. It's also talking about the, you know, the thoughts of business that come out of your mind. Those are the fruits. Those are the fruits of your thinking. Even the things you think are blessed. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? You, you don't think thoughts that are useless. Am I talking to somebody? You don't, you know, thoughts of perhaps flying with a loaf of bread. Those are useless thoughts. You, you, you are thinking thoughts. You are having ideas with commercial value. Ideas that when put into application, they can turn your life around. Somebody say, praise the Lord. So, blessed shall thy be the fruit of thy body. In this context, looking at your ideas. And the fruit of thy ground. The things you do. It be your business. 
the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Number five, blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Thy basket and thy store. And today we are talking of bank accounts. God says that even your bank account will be blessed. How do you know that a bank account is blessed? If you put 10,000 today, you come after five years, that 10,000 is there maybe with children. Not when you put it today. Tomorrow is gone. <laughs> Am I talking to somebody? I mean, did you see what happens on, on payday? Is here today? <laughs> you sleep midnight, the debit orders, they pass through tomorrow. <laughs> there is a difference. So when the blessing begins to operate, it comes and stays. Somebody say praise the Lord. And may that be your story in the name of Jesus. Amen. And the Bible says that blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Verse number six, blessed shall thou be when thou comest in and when thou, thou goest out. Verse number seven, the Lord, I like this. Verse number seven, I like it. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. So when the blessing is at work, you don't even have to worry about enemies. The Bible says they will be smitten before thy, thy, thy face. They just fall before your face. Am I talking to somebody? Stop fighting battles with your own human strength. Stop fighting your colleagues. You don't even need to fight. When the blessing is at work, the blessing will fight for you. Somebody say praise the Lord. Praise and the Bible says, they shall come out against thee one way. But they shall flee in seven ways. Can, can, can you change verse number seven for me? Give it to me perhaps in the, in the NLT. This B part. Verse number seven, give it to me in the NLT. Let's clap hands for them one more time. Look at this, look at this. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. You don't conquer them. God is the one that conquers. You see, to conquer is to defeat. The Bible says they will attack you from one direction, meaning they go and sit down and regroup, that we need to get rid of her, we need to do these things about her. They will come, they will attack from one direction, but listen, they will scatter from you in seven. The Bible says that they will scatter. Can you give it to me in the GNT? And perhaps after that, give it to me in the AMPC. GNT, good news translation. Praise the Lord. Somebody say praise the Lord. Are we winning? Do we have the GNT? I know that these things, you know, when we are pressing and, the, 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 you know, the church is expecting, sometimes you miss the right button, but you want to press enter or press delete. <laughs> ah, perfect. Listen to this. The Lord will defeat your enemies, will defeat when they attack you. They will attack from one direction. I like the good news. Even though good news is bad news sometimes, but here I like it. The Bible says, but they will run. They, my God. Here does not say they will run away in seven directions. It says in all directions. This one will be taking short left, short right, north, south, east, and west. It is when God 
God's blessing is at work in your life. You don't have to fight battles. Somebody say praise the Lord. We can skip the AMPC and proceed with verse number 8. Verse number 8 says, The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, in thy bank accounts, in all that thou settest thine hand unto. In other words, anything you do, God blesses. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? Amen. You do engineering, God blesses it. You do accounting, God blesses it. You are a chef, God blesses your, your chefology. <laughs> you are an Uber driver, God blesses your Uber business. And all the, the Uber owners here, may God bless your businesses in the name of Jesus. What, what, whatever you do, whatever kind of business you do, God begins to bless it. Somebody say amen. amen. Anything that you do, no matter how ridiculous it may be, God blesses it. Somebody say praise the Lord. And the Bible says that in all thy setters thy hand to do, and he shall bless thee in the land. In this land where you are now, God will bless you, which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Verse number nine. The Lord shall establish thee. When the blessing is upon you, you are established. You get established. You are not a cheap commoner in the city. You become an established entity. And holy people unto himself, as he sown unto thee, that if, you, if thou shalt keep the commandments, is taking us from where it started, that we need to arrive at a place where we keep the commandments. We obey commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see. In other words, when the blessing is at work in your life, we don't have to assume that you are blessed. Am I talking to somebody? Or everybody can see. Am I talking to somebody? The deaf will hear that you are blessed. Even the blind will know somehow that this person is blessed. Am I talking to somebody? So when the blessing of God is at work in your life, and all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. People begin to respect you. Afraid here is talking about respect. Child of God, without using any African, uh, uh, you know what, African things, you can be respected and feared. Am I talking to somebody? We all know that in the workplace there are people which everybody is afraid of. You can be more feared by the blessing. You can have more authority in the workplace by reason of the blessing. Somebody say praise the Lord. And verse number 11, and the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. In other words, here we are talking of material things. When the blessing is at work, it begins to make you plenty in material things. In houses, in cars, in cell phones, you know, in, in, in stilettos, you know. I know some of you ladies, you know, if you can come and look at your stiletto wardrobe, it's amazing. It's like a you know, triple story of shoes. Even today when you were coming to church, you, you were late because you did not know which stiletto to pick. So that is what God does. When the blessing is upon you, your worldly things, they begin to be multiplied. They begin to be plenteous. Somebody say praise the Lord. Somebody say hallelujah. And the fruit of thy body, the fruit of thy cattle, the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers. Verse number 12. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. So God has a good treasure which he does not open to everyone. The, you know, the reason why people are not on the same level in life is because others, they are operating under the treasure of the Lord. 
the Lord has opened his treasure for them. And I decree, may God open his treasure for you in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says that God will open his good treasure, the heaven, to give thee rain in thy land in his season. And to bless all the work of thy hand. And listen to this. Thou shalt lend unto many nations. And thou shalt not borrow. When the blessing is at work, child of God, you pay off your debts. Am I talking to somebody? So, debt-free life for a child of God is a reality. You can live a debt-free life. Whereby everything you buy, cash. Do you believe what I'm saying? House, cash. Shoes, cash. Whereby you go to spot scene and say, can you please remove my name from your database? I am okay with you. When the blessing is at work, you no longer need clothing account. You no longer need credit card. Somebody say, praise the Lord. And as I preach now, these things are becoming reality in somebody's life. Somebody say, praise the Lord. As I preach like this, it will be so. I'm reminded of my father when the church started 16 years ago. He would speak things such as I speak right now. And others will look and laugh that this, this pastor has too much faith. This is extreme faith. He says, you will, you, will, you will stay in houses you never built. You will, you will own cars. And I remember another man was saying, I receive it. Smiling alone. You know, imagining himself in that house. And, you know, my, my father will keep on preaching and keep on preaching. Today, as I speak to you in the 16 years of preaching, if you go back to those people which he was, pre which he was preaching to, they are on higher echelons of life. How does they stay in serious estates? How does they own fat SUVs? How does today are business owners? Somebody say, praise the Lord. As we release this blessing upon you, your life cannot remain on the same frequency. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say, hallelujah. The Bible says, thou shalt lend to many nations and thou shalt not borrow. And I pray that may God get his people out of debt. May God get all of us out of debt. May we settle our cars. May we settle our houses. It was in this time of coronavirus whereby I saw, you know, the danger of not owning things. The danger of depending on banks. Am I talking to somebody? Whereby, you know, property owners, they say, hey, if you don't pay us, we don't care whether there is corona. You are, you are moving, you are packing, you are leaving our building. I began to show the power of and the significance of the blessing. Somebody say, praise the Lord. How many of you began to receive emails from banks saying, we want our money? Am I talking to somebody? Audi Motors, Mercedes-Benz Motors, BMW Motors. They say, we want our money. Even in Corona. That is to say to you that child of God, debt is a bad thing. And the only way to deal with debt is the blessing. It's not hustling. It's not hustling. I don't like this word hustling. Hustlers. I'm a hustler. I am not a hustler. I am blessed. Hustler, 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 hustler. <laughs> Some sister is feeling the word right there. <laughs> I'm a hustler. My friend, you'll hustle forever. You'll hustle forever. When, when, when we were young, some guy left everything. He said, this church thing is wasting my time. Want to make money. Want to chow cash. <laughs> we are looking and we are hearing. We are even tempted to join him. He says, all these things are useless. Mina. Mina, you will see me, Mina. In two years. 
Remember he told us that in two years he left a double cap and a C-class. My God, and I believed him that this guy. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we believe people for nonsense, I'm telling you. <laughs> me, C-class, double cap, see me. It has been more than 16 years. I'm, <laughs> I'm still waiting to see that double cap and C-class. Am I talking to Zamba? With the blessing, you can advance faster. Amen. With the blessing, you can advance faster. Yes. Am I talking to somebody? Amen. Direction is better than speed. Yes. Some people are going nowhere fast. Amen. They are moving fast to nowhere. Some people are slow and sure, but uh, you know what? The steps of a righteous man uh, are led by the Lord. They don't just step. The Lord says, step here, step, step there, and you step. I'd rather be slow and sure with the Lord than to rush and fall. If you rush, you crash. Am I talking to somebody? Somebody say, praise the Lord. Verse number 13. And the Lord shall make the, the head, not the tail. The blessing guarantees your headship. Do you know those people that anywhere they enter, they just dominate? Am I talking to somebody? Anywhere they enter, they just dominate. Have you ever had a person come and join your team at work and is a new colleague? And they come with this so much authority. In such a way that even the boss, they are no longer consulting you people when they are taking decisions. They consult that, that new one. That, uh, what, what, what do you think, Sibongile? Uh, he says it's okay. Yeah, 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 it's okay. But no, 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 it's not okay. Yeah, yeah, it's not okay. Yes, yeah, you are right. Whatever Sibongile says is fine. It is when the blessing is at work, it makes you a head and not a tail. May you become the head in every area of your life in the name of Jesus. Head in finance, head in banking, head in accounting, head in the office where you work in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says, listen to this, thou shalt be above only. Above only. Child of God, you belong above. That is where you belong. You belong above. Somebody say, I belong above. You see those high places and those serious places, they are for you. You know, if I can convince you this, even if I die, I'm okay. If I can convince you to believe that you belong above, you belong higher. If I can just convince you, even if I die today, let me die. That is my assignment, to convince you of what the word says. Somebody say, praise the Lord. The word of God says, you belong above. In other words, when you go to Rolls Royce Motors, that Rolls Royce Phantom, that, that long one, the Phantom, you belong there. Yeah. As you know, I remember some years ago, another pastor took me to Rolls Royce. <laughs> hey, my God, me with my, my village, you know, attendances. They took me to Rolls Royce. I didn't even want to enter by the door. <laughs> Say, hey, this place. Say, hey, come man, come. That pastor was entering in those, uh, you know, Rolls Royces here in, 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 in Santan. Laying hands on them, praying for them. You know, I felt, but this man, how can he do this? What if he breaks something in that car? He will be arrested. They will arrest him with me. I was standing on the door with the security that my friend, you and I, we belong right here. <laughs> my, my mind was refusing to say I belong there. My mind, that pastor was free that I belong here. <laughs> he came there, we came with his car, he parked it somewhere far in the corner, whereby those salesmen cannot see. Make sure when he entered, he took his trousers, put it here. Looked like a rich man. <laughs> I'm there, I'm like, but you know some pastors. 
The man understood that he belongs above. Yes. Let me say this to you. You see, you don't rise physically first. You first rise mentally. You, you capture it in your mind that I belong here. And you are convinced. And you believe it. And you declare it. That is how you rise to the top. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Somebody say, praise the Lord. You belong above. You belong above. I was telling my wife that this kind of places where we stay, one day we will come out of this place. I'm going to Zambar. My wife took me the other day to one of her relatives here in Midland. You see, my relatives, where I come from, we are just normal average people. The relatives of my wife, they are not like my relatives. The relatives of my wife, yay. <laughs> These people, uh, they are powerful, hallelujah. Let me not use the weight so that you cannot judge my relatives. Now, we are there in this huge house. My God. A house so, have you ever been in a huge house that even your mind is not thinking straight? Let's say, welcome, welcome, Bafunzi. I wanted them to call me brother. I felt that Bafunzi is a big title. Why don't you call me brother? I don't need that title. Oh, welcome, Bafunzi. And I'm there, I'm looking at everything. The yard. So huge. My God. We went and we sat down. They began to talk to me that you seem to be a hardworking guy. I'm not even hearing them. Hey, yada, yada, yada. And all those things we are talking. And I'm just amazed. This house. This house. My God. This house. They have, I think, about three, three uh, sitting rooms, three pairs of sofas. How many? Do you need such many sofas? <laughs> one, one, one long one is okay. It's, a, it's pashash. They have three. This room is for sofas. This is another room for sofas. That room, my God. The kids, they play. They don't play TV game. Play serious uh, uh, playstations. I'm like, my God. Yeah, that one. And I'm like, my God. I said, you. And God said to me, this is the level where you belong. This is the level where you belong. And I came here to tell you that those houses and top building, that's where you belong. Am I talking to somebody? If I can just get you to believe that one, that I belong there. If your mind can change, your life will follow. If your mind can grab it and catch it, your life will follow because your life follows your most dominant thoughts. Somebody say praise the Lord. Somebody say, I am the herd and not the tail. I am above only. The Bible says that thou shalt not be beneath. And if thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord. That is key. You got to obey. Which I commanded this day to observe and to do. Verse number 14, the last verse. Thou shalt not go aside. God is saying that after you hear my word, there's going to come a temptation to go aside. There's going to come a temptation to bypass the process. But don't fall to that temptation. Somebody say, praise the Lord. Don't fall to that temptation. Stick to the word. Somebody say, I will stick to the word. Say, I will stick to the word. I want us to be up on our feet. We are going to pray. Bend, I need you to come and help me. We are going to pray one prayer. I feel that we must pray one prayer. Obedience sounds simple, but it is difficult. For many of us, we know that this thing is difficult. It's tough to obey God. But being difficult does not mean being impossible. It may be difficult, but it is possible. I want us to go and talk to our God. That, and I want you to personalize this prayer. That God help me to walk in obedience. 
I want you to forget your neighbor. If you are married, forget your wife. If you have a high-paying job, forget your job. If you have bills and troubles and situations, forget everything and go to God. And say, my father, I just want you to help me to walk in obedience. Open up your mouth and pray that prayer. Spirit of the Lord, we just want to...